I've been gone for a while and for no other reason except that um, most of you who listen to the podcast know that I work in the realm of obedience and life has been happening but also me trying to upload recordings that I did create was just not happening. Either time got away from me or the feeling got away from me or the universe was just like, uh, no. And so, you know, it's further confirmation that most of the work that I do is really in assignment. Welcome to Cadence in the Clouds podcast, where we share inspiration and best practices while on your purpose journey with host Karen St. Hilaire. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be back on the podcast. I've been gone for a while and for no other reason except that um, most of you who listen to the podcast know that I work in the realm of obedience and life has been happening, but also me trying to upload recordings that I did create was just not happening. Either time got away from me or the feeling got away from me or the universe was just like, uh, no. And so, you know, it's further confirmation that most of the work that I do is really an assignment from the universe. But anywho, I'm here. I'm back. Let's get into the show. Hi, all. Karen St. Hilaire here. I am your resident life architect and purpose alchemist. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Today's topic is not really topic topic it's more conversation because we haven't been together in a while I want to know what's going on with you you might want to know what's going on with me sort of kind of but um I just wanted to share some thoughts with you there's so much going on right and we have officially stepped into the second half of the year I was in a space of newness from the end of last year through May like a brand new career a brand new purview of life a brand new way of living a brand new brand new everything child just new and though work is work and it can be deemed as such there are certain ways that you have to do things that's just foreign to you commuting interactions with individuals knowing things um, life lessons there's the newness of it all that just flips the tables or shakes the tables in our world that makes us pause and it's in this pausing that we need to remain silent because sometimes when things cause us to stop we then get busy doing something else but sometimes when things cause us to stop we should just stop I uh, remember in um kings of comedy when Bernie Mac I rest his soul when Bernie Mac was like when black people break we ball break that means you take a break you're gonna break we break ain't no break and do some work break so when life causes you to pause pause when life causes you to stop stop even if it's for a day if it's for two three days a week a month stop so that you can understand and maybe see but more importantly get the deposit from the lesson or the instructions for the next move and so there's a newness that um, I'm experiencing and, you know, I'm on social media with a lot of you and there's some newness that some of you are experiencing and or the end of something. And so what I'm going to do is just 
put all of these things in an envelope, seal it, and put it to the side because the first half of the year is over. We have now jumped into the second half of the year. Yes, that's right. In six whole months, it will be a whole new year. And it's time for you to not regret. I don't live in regrets, but not regret. Not for you to second guess yourself. It's not a time for you to think about, you know, I should have done this in March or April. No, I'm going to do this in July. I'm going to do this in August. You can actually plan the course of the rest of the year right now. Um, I remember when I wrote The Divine Butterfly, my due date was August 1st. And I did it that way because there were, there were barely layers. There were layers of reasons, but it also fell into the second year, second half of the year. It also changed the course of how the second half of that year was going to be for me. It changed the direction, the trajectory of my plans or my goals, because now I had this entity that I had to push forward. And, you know, I had this, this body of work that I needed to understand was mine. I need to do some work with it. And I also, in the process of it all, was trying to, you know, get over my imposter syndrome of writing the book. But the second half of the year was a brand new experience for me. So whatever it is that you haven't done, that you're planning to do, that you're wishing to do, you have six more months to get it done. Why not start now? Why not give yourself permission? It's all about giving permission. Give yourself permission to start now. Time is on your side. Time only leaves your side when you allow other things to step into place that shouldn't be there. If you've set your goals for yourself, if you've set goals for your family, your job, etc., etc., if you were the one that was the architect of setting these goals, time is on your side because think about it when you were setting these goals, unless you were just having lofty dreams or you were wearing your rose colored glasses, you knew that there's a timeline. You knew that the year ends in 12 months. You knew, or you know that. Life is going to happen for you sooner rather than later. You know that the hiccups and the bumps will get in the way. So if you know that every September you have to get your kids ready, okay, August, get your kids ready for school, um, whether it's higher education or elementary school or primary school, it doesn't matter what you have to do. There's that, that period of time when it's all about the kids. So it's, you can't get your work done. You have to focus on that. When you are planning and strategizing your goals, these cogs in the wheel, you know, these different layers and levels of having to deal with your family, that also fits into your plan. Because you know I have to stop everything and make sure my kids are good. If there's a family vacation that has to happen, you've already planned it, and if you're like me, you plan last minute, you buy the ticket two weeks before you go, you know that you're going somewhere. You know that there's something that you have to do, and you get it done. But you plan the goals and, and the timeline with this vacation added into it. You know, some, some people are visual learners. So I would suggest that you create a timeline on a wall in your house and actually place in, in various areas, life glitches or speed bumps that you know that happens all the time. So, you know, um, and I'm not being funny if, if you've lost a parent or you left a loved you lost a loved one and you have this dip season, the dip season means it's right around the time of death of the loss and um, you just can't function. Then in that dip season, 
you can't put some high functioning goal that you have. You, you, you're not going to succeed. You need to allot time for that dip season. But what I would do is if you know, like in the entire month of November, you just go through this really kooky time that you just can't really do anything. It's like you become debilitated and everyone understands because of the magnitude of the loss and what you may be going through. There's no reason why you should say, well, I'm going to accomplish this November 15th. That's not going to happen. But what you can do is say, I'm not going to, I'm going to force myself and I'm going to put things and people in place. They will allow me to go through the dip season, but not for 30 days. They will give me 15 days. I'm notorious for telling my friends, you got two, three days to cry and get over all this. And then life has to happen again. Not that they're going to stop grieving, not that they're going to stop crying, not that they're going to get over everything, but they're going to get back into the routine of things and a lot time, maybe when they're ready to go to sleep or in their own time to, you know, go through an excavation and, and find out why something didn't work out or why a hardship happened. But when you are strategizing your year end goals, your second half of the year goals, and you know you have dip seasons or you know you have speed bumps and speed bumps don't mean, in this case, it doesn't mean something that's bad. It may mean that you have to drive a student back to school. You get what I'm saying. If you have speed bumps that take place during the second half of the year, you add that into your timeline for your goals because you know that's going to be a pause season. That's when you hit pause, you do this work, and then you get back into the routine of things. Okay, so with the newness of it all, you can have a newness in the second half of the year. You can create a whole new set of goals for yourself in the second half of the year. And it will work. Trust me, it will work. Because sometimes you become invigorated in the second half of the year because somebody done pissed you off in the first half. <laughs> or something has annoyed you or something have gone totally left in the first half. Understand that in the second half of the year, you have two quarters. You have two quarters to play with. And so July to September, through September, I should say, you can see if something is going to work or not. And let's be clear, you can jumpstart something for the new year. Yes, you can. You can jumpstart something for the new year. So let's say, you know, there's a few people in my circle who are writing books and they haven't started. Some have started. They haven't started. If you feel like you're going to start around the summertime because that's downtime, you have a lot of vacation time, you're going to, you know, pen the paper or fingers to the keyboard and you're going to make it happen. That book's date, release date, maybe in 2020. Your timeline for the end of the year will speak to what you need to get done with regard to producing this book and preparing the materials for this book for launch. So you can use the second half of the year to jumpstart your new year. Now, you can use the first quarter of the second half of the year, which is the third quarter of this, this year, which is July 1 to September 30th. You can use that to not recreate, but represent yourself. So if you think about it, most of us start school, started school in our, in our junior years, we started school in September. Primary school begins in September, unless you live in another state and begins in August, but you get where I'm going with this. So for a lot of us, our brain is really wired to do new things, to start anew in September. 
if you've never really thought about it, just just take a second and pause and go, oh yeah, it does. Oh no, it doesn't. I've gotten over that. But there's a newness. Uh, there's a wiring that take that that clicks. You know, look in the matrix that gives you and, and, and triggers your brain to think that there's a newness that begins in in September. So if you feel that I want to jumpstart my 2020 in the second in the first and second quarter of the second half of the year, and you can do that. But do not dismiss the fact that you're still in 2019. Do not dismiss the fact that you still have work that needs to be done. Don't ignore what needs to be done because it's going to creep its way back into 2020 with you. And all these lofty goals, all these goals that you put in place for the new year will have to take a back seat to whatever it is that you ignored in 20, in 2019. I don't want you to ignore anything. I want you to, if you have to put it in the wash and pull it back out and start over because it didn't work in the first half of the year, do that. If you think that you need to reconfigure the thought, if you need to re-strategize, do that. If you feel like you just need a whole new page to start over, you need a whole new chapter, you need a brand new notebook, do that, but do it now. Now. The power of now is important. Do it now. Pause the podcast, go to Target, get you a new notebook, play the podcast in the car, or on a train, and start now i want you to start now because if you step into the second half of the year with a brand new attitude let the wind blow in your face there's a little bit of wind it's been rainy in new york i don't know how it is everywhere else and you know if you if you allow the sun to beam on your face or the cold to hit your lashes whatever it is you have to do to make you feel like oh i've been invigorated i feel some life in me again start over and start now Somewhere towards the end of the year, I'll talk about, you know, hitting the, the, the reset button for 2020, but I'm not doing that right now. I'm doing, I am actually trying to tell you, I'm actually sharing with you the importance of revisiting what hasn't happened, what hasn't occurred, what wasn't successful in the first half of 2019, and how you can basically jumpstart it, rebrand it, restart it, re whatever, all the re-re's that you need to do to get with it at the end, to, towards the end of the year, to be successful towards the end of the year. You have two quarters to make it happen. And I do believe that you can make it happen. If you listen to the podcasts in the past, prior to the whole Kaepernick situation, football 100. And I will use the four quarters of football to explain anything. The first half of the game, you can be touched down from here to Bangladesh and back. But if anything happens with the losing team after halftime, where somebody puts the battery in their back, they can come back and waste you. Someone from the from the team that was winning the first in the first two quarters, they can get injured somewhere along the beginning of the third half, third quarter, I should say. Life happens. Things happen that cause you to go from twenty-one and zero to. Huh, 21 21 and then you know let's go it's any man's game because i always use a tie game so right now at this moment until the end of june it's a tie game you either start over or you keep going but this is halftime this week monday the 24th halftime halftime ends june 30th yeah, a whole seven days for halftime. And then 
the clock starts again. What are you going to do when the clock starts again on July 1? What are your plans for July 1? Just a question. Just a thought. <laughs> Hi, y'all. So in corporate America, they do this exercise um, right around review season, the 180 or the 360s, right? And you have peer-to-peer -peer reviews. You have an outside um client review of, of someone that they're working with internally and you have manager reviews da, 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 da. direct report reviews have you ever thought i've just been thinking about that doing that with your friends have you ever thought about doing that in your personal life hmm i think we should and here's why sometimes people overstay their welcome and not for nothing, not for nothing. I think at least, no exaggeration, six people on my Instagram and Facebook pages, and it's not the same individuals on both platforms, have been talking about friends that they've had to let go, people that they've had to cut ties with, or situations that have caused them to see people in a different light. Okay. We need to conduct these type of peer-to-peer -peer reviews every year in our lives. And the main reason is because when you get to a certain age, you're on, you're on a mission. You're on a mission, and the people who are with you cannot act like they're sandbags. The people who are with you cannot act like they are, you know, boulders in front of you that you have to climb over. Now, sandbags and boulders can be important. Yes, I don't want anyone to say, well, you know, you need them. They're important when things happen, they protect you. Right. But you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about when I say sandbags because they want to hold you back. Because they'll tell you 10 to 15 reasons why you shouldn't move forward with a plan or an idea. They will tell you 10 to 15 reasons why you're going to fail and you're going to look a certain way. Failure is part of life. Failure is important. Failure is actually the fuel to allow you that will allow you to propel even further when you take the next step. Okay? That's that. You can sit back and say to yourself, self, why does this person always tell me no? Why do they always feel this way? Now, you might have that person that always finds the positive and, and you know, the, the reasons why you should jump into something and go ahead and do it. But when you're doing it and you turn around, you go, hey, like, you know, can I get some help? They're looking at you like you're crazy. Some of those individuals, they need you to ride along. They need you to win. They need you to succeed. They need you to get to the next stage because you're going to take them with you. Why should they do the work when you're the one who has all of the, you know, you have the, the power. You have the, the gumption. You, you have the energy. You have the fortitude to move forward and do it. They don't have to. They can just ride along. You need to do peer-to-peer -peer reviews. And, and it may not be to get rid of them. It may be to demote and or promote. Now, what I do know is that in your circles, your inner circles, your holy of holies, your La Costa Nostras, you do have to take people out. It's hard to get in, but it's very easy to get out of their circles. Your inner circle, the, the, the whole, mine is called the holy of holies. 
If you read the book, you'll see. Your holy of holies? If I take you out the holy of holies, you're out, period. You're just out. I will ostracize you. Because that's my inner, inner, innermost circle. I don't let people in there because, eh, yeah, it's, it's hard to get in. All right? So when you do peer-to-peer reviews, you can do it with coworkers. Not give them a sheet of paper. But have conversations. Have hard conversations that will allow you to see where they are and what they think about you. Or have a strong beverage and think about the things that they've done and or said or have not done or when they have not showed up or when they have done something that's questionable. How many times, how often, and with whom? And with whom? I cannot tell my friends not to be friends with somebody that I don't mess with. But if you can play in a sandbox with them, and then I see that you're doing, you, you always have a little, you know, this little slip hanging situations with me. Your slip's always hanging with me. Then I have to watch our relationship. I have to reassess it. So you need to do the peer-to-peer 360s. Have conversations. Take some time to think about the friendships or the individuals that you say that are really friends with you. And then see where they fit, if they fit in, if they have to go. Now, you may say, Karen, who has time for that? You better have time for it. You better make time for it because you need answers and you need to know how to move. Just because they've been riding with you since the beginning of time doesn't mean that they're still in the same seat feeling as comfy and cushy because you may have moved on. They're still in the car with you, but they feel like they're, they, there's no upgrade. They need to upgrade to first class. Expectations real. And, and assess yourself, too, in friendships with others. Are you the one that's projecting that? Are you the one that's, you know, not right in a, in a relationship? You know, I have some colleagues who will say to me, um, you know, everyone, they show people show you who they are. You need to believe them. There are times that I will give you 159 chances. That 160th chance might be the chance that you really needed to, you know, Show me that you were great, but 159 was all I could take. This is the only child thing. We take a lot. And it's a Capricorn thing. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we're special. <laughs> Capricorn's only children. Ay, ay, ay. We're special. So I think we should conduct 360s in the relationships that we have. And I think that we should really take that information to heart. And I'm not saying to cut people off left and right. Don't be like me. Don't cut people off left and right, up and down the street. But do assess where people fit. And don't feel bad if you have to demote someone because they have done something to deserve that move. Don't feel bad. Don't make them, don't feel guilty and don't allow them to make you feel any which way but justified or vindicated when you've done what you have to do. Because you need to be able to sleep and wake up comfortably and not think that somebody doesn't really have your back. And if you if you know that you've done some things to to an individual or someone and you really didn't mean to do it, it's so harmless. It was just life just happened and you are in the wrong space or you are in the wrong. Express that. Be bold, be an adult and express it because the level of respect that that individual will have for you will increase because you're able to say, I apologize. I was wrong. This is where I know I went wrong. And this is why I know it won't happen again. Don't be like my mother would say. Don't be wrong and strong. 
only children or listening to this podcast, you know, don't be wrong and strong. So, you know, do these assessments and assess yourselves and relationships with your close friends or people that you say are your close friends. As you grow and as you build um, yourself from within and as you evolve into this great being that you were created to, to be and you, the people around you should also be growing because whatever it is that it is that you're consuming, whatever it is that you're doing, some of that overflow in your cup is going to spill out and, and bless them. And you have to make sure these people around you deserve this blessing. But with your growth and elevation will come theirs because then when you're asking them and you're assessing your relationship and you know they know that you're doing the same thing, they may in turn turn around, assess their relationship with you and then with someone else. And next thing you know, you have this whole, you know, chemical table of, you know, lines and circles and people assessing relationships. But then think about it. If, if you create a chain reaction, chain reaction with your friends, when they're assessing relationships with other people, that's some good sleep that some people, your whole crew is going to have. Y'all going to have some good sleep. You can meet up for wine and cheese and talk about life and daffodils. And not what such and such did and such and such did. Let me tell you something about guilt. When you do these 360s and people realize that you see them for who they are. Uh, yeah, okay. You will see a whole new movement, a whole new movement. And then I can actually say that um, there's a, a picture that comes to mind, as I just said this, right? Um, when you see people in their whole new movement, there's a picture for Father's Day that I saw on the Star Wars um, Instagram page. It was Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. It was like, happy Father's Day, but the relationship is complicated. That's how I, I look at some people when I'm walking next to them. I'm like, am I? Am I Luke Skywalker or are you Darth Vader or are you the Lord Sith? I don't know. If I have to try to figure that out, it's really complicated. As a matter of fact, it's non-existent. You have to go. Because I need the force to be with me. I'm either on the good side or the back side. I've already chosen my side. And like I said to someone the other day, if I cannot, I don't know what jersey you're wearing. I don't play away games. And so, I don't play away games. Away game team colors are different from home team colors. Each team has two different types of jerseys, away and home. If I cannot detect which one you're wearing, I don't know where you are, I don't know where you stand, and I need to put you in your correct place, off my team. Okay? And with that, I do hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that I was able to give you some insight on where you are, where you're trying to go, and how to put things in place so that you are able to be successful for the rest of this year. Hello all, please visit Amazon.com and purchase my book, The Divine Butterfly, Inspiration on the Journey to Your Purpose by Karen H. St. Hilaire. Yes, I did write a book. It was two years ago. It's still going strong. I thank everyone who's been buying it for their students and placing it in their school libraries or the social workers who've been placing it in their personal libraries for their students. And I just implore everyone to just get it for your college freshmen. Get it for that student that you've been working with for your mentee. It is great. It is a great tool to help them get on the road 
road of meditating and focusing and clear thinking. It's not just for adults. It's also for teens. Again, it's the Divine Butterfly, inspiration for the journey on your per to your purpose, written by Karen St. Hilaire, and it's available on Amazon.com. Back to the show. I hope you enjoyed this week's recording. I am back. I am going to start having guests on in August. If you know of someone who has a great story that, you know, I can share with the listeners on this podcast, please email me at Karen at KarenStHilaire.com and put guests for podcasts in the subject line and I will get back to you and or contact that person or just tag them on my Instagram. My Instagram is Karen H. St. Hilaire. Um, you can find me there. We can talk about things. You can follow, like, etc., etc. <laughs> and more importantly, I would like for you to like this podcast and share it with your friends and share it with your colleagues and take a picture of you listening to it and post it on your Instagram again and tag me and I will retag you. Thank you so much for listening and I'll you hear from me next week. Thanks for listening. Leave or send a message and share this podcast with your friends. Follow Karen on Twitter and Instagram at Karen St. Hilaire or visit www.karensthilaire.com.